Alrighty, welcome to People Powered Politics. I'm your host, Nick Sones. I can be found on Twitter, at Nick Sones. Um, there's some links in there, too, on, on Twitter as to, you know, some of my other stuff that I do. But anyways, um, you know, I think that we're going we're gonna to get to uh, the, the issue of um, impeachment. And that's, that's really the only thing that I'm intending to cover here is impeachment. Because I feel that, you know, impeachment's important and it's a very, uh, it's, it's, it's the leading conversation, if you will, around America's dinner tables. And it's what needs to, you know, it's, it's the conversation that needs to occur whether we like it or not. Um, so, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, real quick, we'll just kick off with, uh, you know, the, uh, the Mueller report, which was released and, um, there are those who argue that the Mueller report exonerated Mr. Trump. And then there are those who say, look, the Department of Justice guidelines stated that he could not be charged with a crime, or which he could not be. And, you know, then you had the, uh, a bunch, and I mean, it was, I want to say it was like over 100 federal prosecutors all came together, wrote a letter, Basically saying, look, if Donald Trump was not the president, he would have been criminally indicted for uh, obstructing justice. And if you, you know, do if, if you're one of the few Americans who still has the. How do I phrase this? If you're one of the few Americans who still has the ability to sit down in front of. Either, you know, in, in um, bound format or, you know, in front of a computer screen and read the entirety of the Mueller report. You will quickly come to the conclusion once you finish it that Donald Trump committed the crime of at least obstruction, obstructing justice, if not several other crimes along the way. Um, I mean, I've read the entirety of the reports. There's some pretty shocking things in there. Uh, I know while reading the report, I think that you can legitimately call into question whether or not Donald Trump is a legitimate U.S. president. I don't like saying that, but I think that you can call into question whether or not he's a legitimate president. Um, Especially considering because two states where the uh, Russian government held political rallies, one of those states being Pennsylvania, which is my home state, folks, the other state being Florida. Um, and those are just some of the states. Okay, so if, if the Russians are holding rallies in these two states, think about what else the Russians are doing. Think about what else the Russians are doing to upend, to destroy, to dismantle American democracy. And you know, you also have to throw you you have to also throw in the fact that Donald Trump is a populist, that he's someone who, you know, believes in populism. And here's the thing, folks, on, on this issue of populism, um, I've written about it. I don't like it. I think that populism is 
and, and can be described simply as the root of all evil. I don't like it on either side of the aisle, whether it's coming from Republicans or Democrats. I don't like populism at all. I, you know, and, and, you know, I've often been told, well, you know, there's a difference between left-wing and right-wing populism. I don't see a difference. And some of the leading scholars on populism agree with me. And I'm not saying that to try to make myself um, sound, you know, more astute than those who disagree with me on that. I'm just saying that there are those who legitimately are scholars of, popu of populism who say this is not possible, that all populism is the same and it's, it has the same threads. So, you know, again, Donald Trump becomes somehow the damn president and, you know, the special counsel's office takes a look at it, special counsel's office, you know, Basically, what, what occurred, and, and this here's how I describe it, and, you know, it's interesting because I've heard other people describe it in similar ways. Um, basically, Bob Mueller, and this right here actually may have been something said on one of the cable news channels. Bob Mueller um, basically wrote a book and brought a book to a Twitter fight. Again, I, you know, I, I said earlier on the podcast, you know, about the attention spans of the American people and the attention spans of everyone really in today's society. Um, and maybe it's a, it's more of a societal issue that, you know, Don, and I, I think it is, it's more a societal issue that somehow Donald Trump can become the president, can get elected. And, you know, that, that needs to be explored and, you know, it needs to, it definitely needs to be explored. It needs to, you know, the, the parties need to find a way to come back together. But again, when, when looking at impeachment, you know, it's, it's a real political, it's a, for, for some, it's a, there, there are those who are looking at impeachment from a pure political standpoint. Okay. And then there are those, in my opinion, who are calling for impeachment, who are looking at it from the standpoint of Donald Trump is a dictator in waiting. I will say that again. Donald Trump is a dictator in waiting. To the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, who, you know, is shuffling her feet against the drumbeat of impeachment, I think it's important to note that we cannot be so sure that the Democratic nominee will end up winning in 2020. Hell, can anyone today guarantee that an election is going to take place in 2020? I mean, I know, you know, I... I I, you know, maybe that's hyperbolic of me, but I think it's possible that say if Don the con, you know, if, if Mr. Trump loses, you know, that he's, you know, going to not, you know, he's going to come on out. He's going to say the election wasn't fair and a whole bunch of other, you know, BS. But I think what's clear is that, okay, so you have the one side of the Democratic Party that says, yes, impeach him, he's met the criteria for impeachment. You have those who are calling for an impeachment inquiry. An, impe an impeachment inquiry would allow for the, uh, 
like basically the the Democrats would get all of the evidence. They would, you know, the the Trump um, administration officials would no longer be able to claim that they don't have to comply with subpoenas because it takes it takes away the courts basically if if Congress decides to open the impeachment inquiry. However, you know, I am of the opinion that Mueller's statements clearly gave it over to Congress to make the decision as to whether or not he has committed impeachable offenses. And I think that he's met the threshold, not only on obstruction of justice. Um, you know, this is someone who denies that the Russians even attacked our democracy. Not only that, this is also someone who just seems to be okay with you know, the, the whole idea that democracy is declining in America. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's always honestly, I mean, has kind of somewhat been the Republican strategy for winning elections and for doing things of that nature, if, if you will. Um, you know, it's, it's why we see their, it's why we see them, them being champions of, you know, such laws as voter ID laws, which are really voter suppression laws and, you know, everything of that nature. And it's why, you know, I mean, their, their, you know, entire thing is, you know, let's find ways to divide, divide, divide. Um, you know, I, I truly, truly think that democracy in America is in decline. And, you know, we're going to have to somehow find a way to get our democracy not only, A, into better shape, we also have to figure out a way to better handle um you know the political polarization of where we're at and we have to deal with the rising cyber warfare coming from rogue actors and you know i mean really the one of the other questions that this leads to is what do you do when you have for president someone who denies that he was elected through the foreign interference of a foreign power which is the, the, you know, I mean, the whole notion of Donald Trump is that he was somehow elected legitimately when, you know, the Mueller report found very clearly, and it's, it's even in the Mueller report, there's images of the posters that the Russians use to get people to their rallies. And I think, I think the, the poster in the report was from Pennsylvania. You know, I, I, you know, I don't think, I don't think that you can legitimately claim that he won certain states. That's plain and simple. But, you know, going, you know, continuing on, you know, I think really what, you know, I mean, and, and here's the thing. Here's the big question going into 2020. If you're a Democrat, why do you turn out? I mean, certainly, you know, there's, there's going to be, you know, the argument, and I'm not saying don't turn out to vote. I'm, you know, because I think, again, Donald Trump is a dictator in waiting. And if the Democrats leave us with no other choice but to get out, to, but to get out there and to vote him out in the next election, then we've got to do that. But I think it leads to a real question that you have those who are fervently defending the founders document which i'm going to say is the constitution 
And then you have those who are looking at this as a political issue. You know, here's the thing, folks. I don't remember my support of impeachment being because of politics. I, I, I think that, you know, the reason why I supported impeaching this president from the beginning, really, was about the republic. The republic that is slowly, slowly declining each and every day that he's the president. I mean, we have someone who, who denies clear facts. I mean, when he can't even come on out and say that the Russians helped to get him elected? I mean, come on. You know, and, and really the other thing, too, that should be occurring is, you know, if, if somehow if we're to, you know, still hold the idea that, you know, Mike Pence is someone who had nothing to do with the Russians and, you know, somehow is just, you know, this uh, blind individual to all of the uh, corruption of the Republic that is clearly occurring, then we must, um, and we're either blind, we're, uh, you know, there's, there's really three things. We're either blind, we're stupid, or, you know, we just really have some mental issues going on. And, you know, I mean, I, you know, it's, it's one reason why I think that really, if, if, you know, if, if Mr. Trump gets impeached, and I think that that's, what needs to occur, don't get me wrong, but we also have to insist that Mike Pence gets impeached. And, you know, I mean, that's gonna, I know that that's gonna offend some folks, but it's it's what needs to occur. And, you know, I mean, I, I firmly believe that. Because Mike Pence has sat idly by and allowed Donald Trump to commit these crimes in, in the name of America. He sat idly by and allowed for the democracy to erode to decay and to self-destruct. And so I think really, if, if we're thinking about impeachment, we have to remember that impeachment is a political remedy. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not a political question, it certainly is. But it's a question that requires all Americans to put politics behind them and republic ahead of them. And I think that if, if we are going to have this conversation, it needs to be a serious conversation on around the dinner tables of America. And it needs to be one where, you know, we firmly put politics behind us and the Constitution in front of us. And, you know, maybe, maybe really what impeachment will teach us will, will teach, you know, uh, you know, us about this, this political moment, if you will, if it is a moment. I mean... Which we can argue, you know, I mean, that, that's, that's, for another, that's for another show. But anyways, you know, the, the, the whole issue of impeachment, I think, is, again, it's, it's the republic. It's not, for, for me, it's not a political question. It's a question of this republic, which is standing currently, yes, on one leg, because, you know, there's inaction from the speaker, and, you know... There's inaction from House Democrats. You know, at, at what point do we finally say the Constitution is more important than an election? And I think that if you talk to the vast majority of people who are supporting impeachment, they will tell you it's about the Republic. Here's the thing. The Republic is still standing. But for how long? Donald Trump, as I've said previously, is a dictator in waiting. If he wins the next election, impeachment is gone. 
Who knows if we will be holding elections should he win? Who knows if we'll be holding elections in 2020? But anyways, that's going to you know conclude it here on this edition of People Power Politics. I'm Nick Soames. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Soames. Let me know your thoughts on this, and I mean, let me know your thoughts on impeachment. Um, as always, uh, you know, I mean, if, if you go to my Twitter, I'm just going to note this real quick before, you know, we end this, uh, this recording. If you go to my Twitter, you'll, you'll find out that every single day I tweet two, two things. Uh, one, I tweet a reminder to make sure that you call your members of Congress. And then lastly, I tweet another tweet, uh, you know, basically summing up, have you called your members of Congress? And um, if, if you happen to read those tweets, let me know that you've called your members of Congress, and I will uh, give you a retweet. I'm Nick Soames. This has been People Power Politics. I can be found on Twitter, at Nick Soames.